Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Before we get started, we at the Jay and Dan podcast would like to take a minute to let you know we only wish to entertain you and have a good time. What we say and do on this podcast is all in good fun. Now, some content may not be suitable for children, but we love children. They are the future. No matter where you are or who you're with, we want you to have a good time, some laughs, maybe even learn something. Because after all, we're here for you. So please, enjoy the show, and we thank you for your support. With that, Patrick, let's get it! The Jay and Dan Podcast. Dance! Yup, 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 yup. Dance! Welcome to the Jay and Dan Podcast, episode 41, brought to you by DraftKings. This past Monday, DraftKings crowned its second fantasy football millionaire of the season. Oh, very nice, guys. DraftKings just handed out money to people everywhere. I love it. So if you're sitting at home, oh, I look a million dollars. Well, you got to sign up for DraftKings. It's on again this Sunday. So that would be, what would the date be on this Sunday? It would be the uh, Uh, October 20th or 21st? 19th. 19th. Yeah, I was close. DraftKings is giving you the chance to turn 27 into 1 million, 27 bucks into 1 million playing one week fantasy football. Thank you to our sponsors, DraftKings.com. Promo code JDP. Yeah, JDP. Promo code. Don't forget that promo code. That's huge. Yeah. I'll kill your dog. We'll kill your dog. <laughs> you don't put that promo code in there, we will kill your dog. Um, if you're watching the video portion, you'll probably notice that Jay and I are wearing suits because uh, we're going to shoot something immediately after this with our special guest today. Yes, that's right. On the podcast today, uh, someone we've wanted to have on for a long, long time, someone we've admired pretty much our entire lives, uh, Canadian comedian and legend, Mr. Martin Short. Oh, my goodness. Very excited. Can barely sleep last night. No, he's, and so he's going to be one of the rare uh, entries into the Canadian Wall of Fame where he's going to actually sign it. That's right. And he's going to come in. He's going to witness his picture going up on this prestigious wall. Um, it's probably going to be the greatest honor he's ever received. Right above <laughs> Leslie Nielsen, and he's going to be right below the guess who. No more, bet, no better place. And right for him beside to be. his buddy John Candy. Yeah, that's right. Right and, beside Candy. No, of course, Catherine O'Hara. Oh, she's a little. She's over here. But you know what? He would appreciate Anne Murray being in between. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, what a Very week! Exciting. Uh, what a week! Uh, Jay got a glimpse into my life. He came to my daughter's seventh birthday party. That was something. Yeah, we had it at a little place where they just run around, and uh, that's about it. They just run around. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, it's like it's a great. It's a great gimmick. You basically get a strip mall. You rent a you know one of the stores in the strip mall, and you turn it into a gym for kids yeah. with uh, with bouncy balls and and rope. And they even had like a what do they call that thing? The zip line. The zip line. They even yeah. had a zip line in there, which I thought was pretty. So impressive. they ran around like they, there was things there to jump on. They they throw yeah. balls at each other. They did this for two hours. I did it for like ten minutes. I'm like I've had enough. But I guess kids they don't care. Uh, the other thing that I thought two things I thought were interesting watching you. Number one. You were supposed to get cheese pizza. It was all girls uh, at this party. You were yeah. supposed to get cheese pizza for them. You went out and got barbecue chicken <laughs> pizza, and your wife was f-ing furious <laughs> with you. I've never seen her that mad. And she said when you were going, you're like, I'm going to get the barbecue chicken pizza. She's like, if that is really barbecue chicken pizza, I'm going to punch you in the face. And you're like, guess I'm getting punched in the face then. <laughs> oh, and were sh- you that kid, Dan? And sure enough, Dan came back with a piping hot barbecue chicken pizza because... 
I believe your words were, that's what we would want to eat. Yes. <laughs> well, there was two large pizzas and then two medium. And I like, the kids are never going to finish this. And, and they didn't. Yeah, so I was brilliant. Yeah, I was brilliant. And then the other thing, there was a couple, and I, they're never going to hear this, so I'm fine saying this. There was a couple who <laughs> came along and brought their daughter, <laughs> but then brought, they brought three <laughs> three more kids with them. Yeah. Three more kids with who does that as oh, a parent? Fun. If you're invited to a birthday party, you can't be like, you know what? What do you three kids come to? Yeah, they'll feed you. They'll uh, they'll entertain you. It's fine. Why and, not, eh? And then just leave, and then just drop them <laughs> off and leave, and then ha- let you take care of them for two hours. Uh, my biggest takeaway was uh, I got to experience Papa John's pizza. A couple things about Papa John's, and we've discussed this before. I don't know if we've discussed it on the podcast. Every if you own a pizzeria, yeah. it, it, leave the pizza in five minutes longer. Yeah, that's all you have to do. There seems to be this epidemic that everyone takes the pizza out five minutes too quickly. Yeah. Jim is totally agreeing with yes, us here. Yes, I don't want limbs up. I want my if I hold my piece up, I want it to stand up. Because I think what happens is if, like new you know, people aren't like you know new to making pizzas and they see the cheese is melted and they're like, great, the pizza's done. No, no, no. Delicious. That crust has to has to crisp up a little. Yes, bit. it does definitely. Yeah. And so that was a big problem. With so I got those two large pizzas, two medium, and then our chicken barbecue. I think it came to like 35 or 40 bucks. And I was thinking back to that podcast where we ordered pizza <laughs> back in Toronto. We ordered two pizzas and it was like $98. <laughs> I don't understand where, where no one clued in. Well, that was the pizza place that the guy was dealing drugs out of it. <laughs> So that, that could have been why he he needed to buy some more supplies because the cops had finally caught on to his. You smoke crack okay. and, and since it was our first glimpse, at least mine, into Papa John's uh, world, his face is right on the box. Papa yeah. John is right there. He is obsessed with seeing his Botoxed, stretched out face <laughs> on thinking, every product that comes out that says Papa John. But I was thinking, is he just like, F- you, I own this F- thing. Kind of. He's like, I'm F- Papa John. Yeah. I'm Papa F- John. <laughs> I want my face on all my pizza boxes. Call me Papa. What? <laughs> what? Yeah, that's what he's saying when he's banging girls, right? He's just like, yeah. <laughs> call me, what, Daddy? I'll call you Daddy, I guess. No, Papa! I'm Papa John! Papa Smurf? Papa John! Better ingredients! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so, yeah, Papa John's just for the five minutes That was long. fine. It was <laughs> five minutes long. It was all right. Again, it was just limp. It wasn't great, to be honest. It's what you know what Papa John's. Their slogan should be Papa John's. That's what you expect it would be. <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah. Are they a sponsor on Fox? Not anymore. Okay. <laughs> Pizza Hut, yeah, right? He did come in here and shoot something because we still have Papa John on one of the dressing rooms. Oh, that's true. It was one of Dan's three Instagrams, like ever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that you t- I, shot. I you shot. Papa John while he was shooting. No, it? just just the the picture of the uh, on the on the uh, dressing room. Papa John. Oh, I see. Just the eight by ten, right? No, oh no, not even that. Just, <laughs> just, 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 just the words. That, just the words. You were so excited. But Peyton's uh, making a killing because everyone's high and smoking uh, and uh, smoking za <laughs> and eating za. In, everyone's uh, high and smoking za in Denver because <laughs> that's where all his franchises are. Are they really? Yeah. yeah? Oh, okay. That's brilliant. He's brilliant. Man, he's a smart cat. He's so smart. It's that they big should, brain and that They big, should just big make head. weed pizza. Like cut to the chase. Yeah. <laughs> just put weed right it's like weed on brownies. the pizza. Would that work? Right? Well, it's like weed, weed brownies, right? Well, yeah. Why couldn't you do that? Just yeah. sprinkle it on top. You wouldn't even know. Like pretend it's like it's a regular. Spinach. Yeah. Dude. Exactly. I would be pretty good at it. And five minutes longer. Just put it five minutes longer. How, <laughs> what would it have been like, Tulsi, if I accidentally snuck in a weed pizza for your daughter's uh <laughs> 
seven-year-old birthday party. You like, sure are cute, how would, se- how would seven-year-olds react to being high? Like, would they just be like, ah! <laughs> like, they're just being... Just running into the wall and doing it again. Just running in circles, their eyes, like, swirly. Oh, man, I just worked off that birthday cake. Yeah, that was the other thing. Like, man, that birthday cake was like a brick. The thing in I found in California is <laughs> they put so many. Oh, that was the other thing. So the mom who left her kids, I'm like, yeah, this cake weighs a million pounds. It's like 37 layers. She's like, it's three. I'm like, sorry, sorry. And didn't you say, didn't she come up to you and you were like, you were being nice. You were like. You know what? If you want to leave uh, your daughter here, uh, we'll watch for a couple hours. If you guys want to go off and do something, she's like, "I'm not gonna leave my daughter here with you." No, because the other one was the kid was two and a half. One of the other, one of the other of the uh, the group. He's like, "I'm not leaving my two and a half year old." I'm like, again. <laughs> some people have, birthdays. Woo! Have some people ever been a part of a society? <laughs> oh. Bur- a utopian society birthday. Uh, I did. Speaking of which, I uh, I was behind a student driver yesterday. They're waiting to take a right, and someone's crossing the crosswalk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a wide street. Mm-hmm. They are 20 feet into their crossing the sidewalk, so they're on the other side of the traffic. Sure. The instructor's waiting for the person to clear the, the sidewalk before she lets the person make the right turn. That's not correct. No, I think that's the law. Yeah. Well, it's they a f- stupid law. They have to be completely out of the crosswalk, even on the other side of the street. Yeah, that makes sense. Dulcie. I think that's what the law is. Dulce, you're so impatient behind I the proceeded wheel. to um, oh, no. finally make my right turn. I saw their windows were down, and I said, maybe you should learn how to f- drive before you teach other people how to f- drive. <laughs> you said that? Yeah. Wow. That's how you get in fights. What this is, is happen- LA. What has happened to you down here? <laughs> Sorry. Holy Sorry if I man. offended anyone, but I have no patience for I've you. seen people get out of their cars and punch well people in through LA the for you. Oh, I knew the instructor Like right on the street. I knew the instructor wasn't going to. Things are not going well in L.A. for you. Was it a female <laughs> instructor? It was an old human. Man or woman? <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't tell? You couldn't identify gender? Um, we've mentioned Steve Webb on this podcast before, former Islander who I grew up with. Uh, one time I was taking... Weird ta- segue. Well, that wait, was. it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I was taking my student driving thing through a neighborhood in my hometown of Peterborough, and all of a sudden, a truck comes streaming by, like going 100 miles an hour in a residential, and she's like, that's how you don't drive. And it was Steve. It was my buddy. Ah, yeah. I'm like, were you out in your dad's truck? He goes, yeah. I'm like, you passed me in a student student drivers of Canada vehicle. He's yeah. like, ah, well, f- speed up. Oh. <laughs> student drivers of Canada, f- speed up. <laughs> wow, Dan, you know what'd be a great TV show? Dan, driving instructor. Should we? <laughs> am I going to get in trouble for yelling at the? It's a, in kind of poor taste. Should we beep that out? No. no nothing gets beeped They'll anymore. They'll never hear this. <laughs> nothing gets beeped anymore. Go Come on. F- yourself. So I'm going to get That's jumped it. by the uh, the student driver, and then I'm going to get jumped by those parents at the school. That's yeah, like what would you do if the, the driving instructor came out, and even though he was like ancient, he was like Joe Weeder or something, and he started just pummeling you or something, <laughs> then, you'd, then you wouldn't feel so good. Old man tools in. Well, they weren't going to catch me anyway. They were doing 20. <laughs> 
kilometers an hour. So we'll see like in a high speed chase in the streets of Redondo. <laughs> Uh, Running over kids on crosswalks. In Dan's defense, and I think we've discussed this, I don't understand these crosswalks in this town where it's only lit up on the crosswalk. So when you're, instead of having something above, right? So when you're going down, say, Santa Monica, and all of a sudden you'll look and at the last minute you'll see these blinking lights on on the street. On the street, yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, and then there's someone like who's just hit the the button on the the sidewalk. But your eye level's on the street. Is it though? Yeah. It's better to it me. It wouldn't be up above you. But you're not looking at the street. I look as at the trees drive. when I'm driving. Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> like up here. I'm looking straight ahead. I'm not looking like down. At no, the but you're approaching it, so you would see it in the distance. But as don't you, you think it would be better to have it above and then like it is everywhere else in the world? Well, right. and earthquakes. So stuff that's overhead in an earthquake falls down. <laughs> that can't be why. It's a good reason, though. I think it's a great reason. <laughs> and why does put everyone? Some over people's heads. <laughs> why does everyone <laughs> enter a different speed? When they enter the crosswalk. Like, they start almost walking, like, crawling. What do you mean? Like, when people walk the crosswalk, like they, they deliberately no, walk slower? They have no consideration for anyone else's time but their own. Because it's their moment. Pedestrians <laughs> have the, totally got the right agree. away. Totally agree. I agree with that, too. I think they milk totally. it, for sure. Like, yeah. when like, I cross a crosswalk with my kids, we jog across. I'm like, I'm not holding those people up. They but, might have important meetings to get to. But, but yep. they've waited so long for those lights to start blinking. They're like, you know what? I'm going to enjoy every second of this walk. Idiots. Across Santa Monica Boulevard. <laughs> um, there's, I only have to get to one clip, and I want to get you guys' opinion if I'm the only one that hears this. There's a big song on the radio right now by who? What's it? Iggy Azalea. Iggy Azalea. This is... This is the the is main. It fancy? This knew, is the part. To follow up. This to is fancy. the main oh, okay. part of the song. Okay. Is it okay? First of all, you knew who it was. What? What do you guys hear? So the song's called Black Widow Baby. Uh, right. I know you. I know you. <laughs> oh, I know what you hear. You, you, you hear Black Little Baby? No, Black Widow Baby. Yeah, like oh. baby talk. Oh, I thought you said Black Little That song baby. comes on the radio now, <laughs> and my, my kids bust a gut. So are they making that song and not saying, okay, it kind of sounds like Black Widow Baby? That's what it is. Are they not? Is but it, it, it sounds is like, like it sounds like baby talk. Black like Widow. Black Widow Baby. baby. Black. It's a Black Widow Baby. Yeah. <laughs> I, you could make that argument. Where is <laughs> this podcast gone? I want to hear it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it is Black Widow. Yeah. Like the spider, baby. Black Widow. <laughs> Whenever you little. say it, it sounds like you're saying Black Widow Baby. <laughs> Black Widow Baby. <laughs> is that... That's Iggy Azalea singing? No. That's... Uh, th- G- who else is Jesse J? That's Jesse yeah. J. I don't know any of those people. I They're all the same <laughs> to me. He's a British pop singer. Get ready to know them, Toolsy. Yeah. I, thought we were gonna, I thought we were going to have to retire the old man Toolsy when you started requesting Iggy Azalea songs for yeah. the podcast. Yeah. No, it's I just... Was, I did not it's expect the, that It's the one. new hit song in the O'Toole car with the kids. They just love singing. Black Widow Baby. And they think of the song's called Black Widow Baby. <laughs> <laughs> Is the song called Black Widow Baby? Black Widow. Black Widow. Widow. Yeah. That's a disturbing subject to write about. You're sure a cute kid. <laughs> Can we do uh, email chain theater? Ugh. Let's get the uh, intro. I... Email chain theater. Check your inbox. <laughs> because yeah. of email chain theater, I no longer respond to any emails. This is, uh, so this, you, we need both of you, right, in this one? Yep. And then someone needs to read, okay, I'll read this. So it was an email sent to, from us, to us from David Dempster, a.k.a. Demigod. Love the book. 
he says to me. But me and my buddy are fiending for a degree Celsius shinny game with you and Dan at North Kildonan, the best outdoor ice in the world. Shout out to the podcast. You're all doing great. Except Patrick, he's a dick. (laughs) (laughs) And Sexy Mike is too sexy. My girlfriend is getting a little too interested. Whoa. Go Jets, go. Fuck New York. They are imposter Jets. Okay. And uh, I never never saw that email. And Patrick responded. I I said that that was actually a huge relief for a little while there. I thought the Canadians were coming around on me. And then Mike said, His girlfriend sounds hot. (laughs) That's email chain theater. It's email email chain theater. Check your inbox. <laughs> Man, I gotta tell you, wow. email chain theater is yeah. a huge hit. Uh, People are talking hit. about it. Email chain theater. We have, yeah. We have a new package delivered by our corner gas friends. Oh. We have an official movie poster now. Oh, look yeah. at that. That's there it a is. great poster. Yeah. Great poster. Dropping oh, up in theaters December sure, 3rd. Sure, it, it doesn't seem as great to those of you just listening in your cars. <laughs> Um, Let me describe it for you. It's a huge wheat field, obviously, in Saskatchewan, and the entire cast is uh, up to their eyeballs in wheat. Actually, I think it's canola. That's canola. And uh, apologies, that's canola. And uh, there's the corner gas store in the background. Dan, you want to? Oh, yeah. Oh, there we go. Uh, there it photo is. op. Oh, photo op. There we go. Okay, so remember that, Canada, December 3rd. I know we talk about it a lot. We're going to talk about it even more. So uh, get out. Go see it. Yeah. Go see it in the theater. Go see it in the theater if you can. Uh, Jim, we wanted to uh, see if we could get a story from you early on in the podcast, if that was possible. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, I, I I was going to talk about this a couple of weeks ago, but we ran long and yeah. we cut the story. Uh, so I, I worked on uh, a White Snake album oh, with uh, Mr. David Coverdale, Coverdale, great guy. Oh man! And uh, so uh, a few years later, after we had done that record, and we'll get to some White Snake stories another time. Love it, White uh, Snake. Uh, he was working on a Page Coverdale record, and they just finished the record. Well, uh, I was doing a record with a band called King of Kings at Record Plant in L.A. And we were mixing the record, and uh, these guys are crazy. The band is kind of like if you would have mixed the Moody Blues together with like Moody Blues vocals and stuff with Zeppelin music. That's what the band was. They're really cool. Sounds pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. It was it was great. Unfortunately, before the record came out, the guitar player OD'd oh, and died, oh. and that oh, was no. the end of the band. The oh, Geffen wouldn't put the record out. It was really so it never sad, got put out. Never got wow. put out. It was a really sad story. However, while these guys were all hopped up on drugs and were in the studio, uh, every day we'd make bets with the guys in the band, and and their big thing was we'll bet you like doing crazy stuff. Uh, they used to like to drink the 40-ounce bottles, you know, 40-ouncers. Yeah, yeah. So we bet the drummer 40, 40-ounce bottles of Old English. Uh, if he, They hung out with strippers all the time, and he had uh, this girl. The studio had a jacuzzi in it, and the girl would come to the jacuzzi, and she would wear this one-piece bathing suit that was literally like just like a piece of string like you know? borat yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly right right so the studio's just off santa monica boulevard in hollywood and we said okay gus the drummer if you walk from uh, it was is as a good block it was from la brea to highland and back on santa monica boulevard 
with uh, just this one-piece Borat bikini will give you 40, 40-ounce 40 beers, right? So yeah. he was like, oh, man, that's a great deal, 40, 40-ounce 40 <laughs> beers. <laughs> I'll be nothing. happy to do that. And at the time, uh, there was a lot of uh, 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 transgender... <laughs> Uh, prostitutes yeah, uh, cru- right. cruising up and down that oh, part he's of He's going to get picked up for sure. So he's going to get picked up absolutely for sure. <laughs> Eddie Murphy's right. going to drive uh, by. Perfect, right? Yeah. So the whole time the band is in the studio, they're flipping out that Jimmy Page is in the studio next door with David Coverdale. And, you know, the music is so much like Zeppelin. They're like, oh, my God, my idol, the guy I've worshipped my whole life is next door with David Coverdale. So uh, one of the guys, and they were doing a photo shoot with, I think, Neil Averon, who's a famous uh, you know, rock photographer. In any event, Coverdale goes, oh, James is next door mixing a record. I must go see him. <laughs> and I'm sure he'd love to meet Mr. Page. So sure enough, they come over, they come next door. Coverdale walks in. Oh, it's great to see you, buddy. Yeah, I want to introduce you to my good friend Jimmy Page. And I'm like, oh, I'm bow, totally bowing down. Yeah, Jimmy, yeah, a pleasure to meet you. <laughs> He's like, so what's this band I hear about? Play me a song. And just as we're about to play him a track, Gus comes out of the studio lounge. With just the four at one piece ready to go. And he's meeting him. And he's meeting Jimmy Page for the first time. What, and what did Jimmy say? He was like, I think I'm going to go now. Yeah. They're like, what have you guys got going on here? By the way, it was great. when we were talking before the podcast, uh, Jim said, I've got kind of a racy story. And Patrick said, what? He thought Jim was going to tell a racist story. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like Black Widow Baby. <laughs> yeah. um, our uh, our guest of honor has arrived. This is very Black exciting. Black Widow Baby! What? Are you, is that just going to go off randomly? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> um, yes, our guest of honor has arrived. It is time to induct him onto the Canadian Wall of Fame. This is very exciting for all of us, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, all the way from Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, Mr. Martin Short. What? Ladies and gentlemen. He's coming. He's a almost here. Walk. He's almost there. He's coming. He's here. Yes. How are you doing? Nice How are to you? meet you. Nice to meet you. Oh, there it is. There we go. Yeah, you're right there. Put you down there. Have a seat, my friend. Thank you so much. <laughs> Look at the wall you get to join. Now, do you recognize any of these faces? Some, Maybe some friends, some contemporaries. Those are very hip, hip faces. Are you telling me everyone's done this show or everyone's rejected this show? <laughs> uh, most have rejected. Most uh-huh. have rejected. Uh, just a few have done it. Yeah, the uh, only people to sign in person are going to be you and Jason Priestley. Yeah, so that's wow, because nice I don't remember Lauren doing it. No, no, Lauren wasn't there. No. Uh, the guests who have not made it down. No, 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 no. No, um, we'd love Our to lady have, piece. Maybe you could call Rick Moranis for us and see if he, he might. <laughs> yeah, I don't have his number, but I, 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 if you can get it to me, I'll make the call. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm good. Can we turn this down a little bit? Yes, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, can we grab that picture? We'll, uh... Here we go. Oh, yeah, we'll get you oh, to yeah. sign oh, yeah. that. Can we get you to sign that? What do you think of that one? What, where's that? Where's that from? That was taken uh, right after um, Germany def- said no more war. <laughs> <laughs> they surrendered. I don't want to say. 
just had gone into Russia. The airbrush people them. will never <laughs> look at that picture. No, that was done. I have no idea. I want to say maybe, it was like uh, early nineties. From I would say it's ninety four. Okay, I'm gonna right. do that. Ninety four. What a year. Very nice. Where am I writing? Right here. Yeah, whatever yeah. you want. Wherever. Well, well, yeah. We're just thrilled. and Dan. Oh wow, oh, that's great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Look Thanks at that. Thanks very much. Going to be right above Leslie Nielsen. Wow. What a guy. Yeah, but right the here. only difference is I did the show. <laughs> and <laughs> exactly. also, what, what's, what's like, wrong with having Pope Francis up there? He'll visit Canada at one point. Put him up. That's he, he's not Canadian, well. though. You're almost like the center square he's, on he, Hollywood Square. The Pope is, of, is The Pope is things. everywhere. Is all, is, he's all things to all people. Um, the Pope? Do you know the amazing about the Pope is that, you know, when he became Pope, as it, when he replaced Benedict, he insisted... That there be no fur on all the capes that he would wear. Take all the fur off. All the Vatican. He only had, kept one. On, if, if he has Lady Gaga tickets, he'll wear the cape. <laughs> and that is it. That is just for the Gaga shows. Just for the Gaga show. In, in TV, the Pope and the President of the United States are the only two people you don't have to font. I'm told, right? Is that true? Yeah, you don't. Have, you don't font the President. And you don't font the Pope. Martin. And March. And, yeah, and March. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, speaking of Popes, that Benny Ratz, he wanted the hell out of there. Yeah. yeah was, I quit. He I was quit. in and out quick. <laughs> He was the bridge pope, pope. Pope talk. This is where you come for it. <laughs> oh, yes. It's all Catholic talk here. Yes. Dominic Subis commit conspiracy. When your son, Oliver, who works on our show, yes. told you that you he would be working on a Canadian sports highlight show with Canadians, right. your immediate reaction was? we got to get you a different job, <laughs> but this will be fine for the resume. Yeah. Let's stay here for a bit. For now. For now. Play it out, see how it goes. But you know, again, you want the resume to be impressive, so you gotta, you know, yeah. run. Yeah, no, so he was thrilled. Are you kidding? He loves. He's 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 a Notre Dame boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Loves sports. He loves sports. And you, uh, now I don't know if this is true or not. I talked to him a little bit about this. Did you always have a Grey Cup party at your house down here? Oh yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Or, so what would happen? Would you invite Americans or would you invite expat Canadians to it? I would. Um, um probably more Americans came. Right. And and often they would come to do a little bit of you know American ragging, right? Ridiculing. And us. then at the end of the game they'd say, "Sorry, it's a more exciting game." It's because, awesome. You know yeah. the score would be eighty nine to <laughs> to you know a lot of passing. <laughs> lot of, well, you got you don't have many choices. A lot of three down. Like I remember you saying that you went to the Grey Cup in Winnipeg. I think you told the story on Letterman one time. The the most frozen Grey Cup of all time in Winnipeg. Yeah, it, it was in Winnipeg. Gretzky. It was Calgary and Toronto. Toronto won, and Gre- we left at. <laughs> Uh, with Gretzky uh, and uh, Bruce McNall, right, pre-prison, and uh, <laughs> and, and John Candy, and we all flew, and so a lot of the Kings, and uh, Marty McSorley and guy, and uh, kids, and we flew left around really early, and we flew to Winnipeg, and it was so cold, and all of John's tickets weren't valid, so we had no <laughs> tickets. <laughs> and he kept saying, "They've done this deliberately," you know. <laughs> and now I was lying around the 18th. Yard line and people are screaming, "Hey, Mr. Short, you get You don't. You need connections." And uh, <laughs> and Ollie was five. Oh wow! And he was on my lap at one point. We're watching the game, and it was so cold. I looked and I saw that his tears had frozen. <laughs> They'd literally frozen. So I knocked on the press door. I said, "Okay, we got to come in." And he ended. He rested the rest of the game. Uh, 
uh, he slept on Janet Gretzky's lap. Wow. Yeah. Not terrible. <laughs> and he wasn't even asleep, but he knew that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he knew when to stay awake. He knew when to stay awake. So when Candy and those guys wa- own the Argos. Yeah. Did did they know what the hell they were doing? Or did they just say, hey, this will be fun? Well, you know, Bruce McNall did because he owned a team. Yeah. Uh, Gretzky um, had always been a CF Canadian Football League supporter. And so had John. John attended every game that season yeah. for yeah. the Argos. That's and those are the days when there were nine teams, two called Rough Riders. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. You know, the beauty right. of in, in Canada as a kid, because we had, you don't say this, you, you know, you say this to Americans, and for some reason they look at you. We had tickets on the 55-yard line. Right. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. <laughs> no one and you could, pass, you could pass a TV <laughs> as a Canadian kid in here. Rough Riders 28. Rough Riders 7. And somehow you said, I'm really happy for the Rough Riders, but I, but I feel bad for the or, or, Rough Riders. Yeah, feeling yeah. really rough for the Because there was Rough Riders. Ottawa Rough Riders in Saskatchewan. Now they're the Ottawa Redbacks. Yeah, they're Red, the Red, Red Blacks. Yeah. The Red, Red Blacks. Blacks, yeah. Red Nobody Blacks. knows what that Not means. Not a clue. It could be it vaguely like racist. It took, just picked two <laughs> random words. I think that's literally what they did. I yeah. think they just picked two colors that the jerseys were and are thought you, that would work. Are you a huge Tabby's fan still? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I well, you so you went, you took Oliver, and you. And I Tom went to the Great Hanks. Cup this year. You yeah. went to the Great Cup. So tell us about that. How was that for you? Uh, that was also really cold. <laughs> <laughs> that one was in Saskatchewan, right? Yes, yeah. it was Regina, and we got we left with that. We only left ten in the morning. You know what can I say? Private planes, kids. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> and then we got there, and that was a great game. Yeah. And and, and it was you know we'd go out for a bit, and then we'd go in and warm up in the commissioner's box. Right. Not too shabby. Not too shabby. Yeah, that was Not all right. What did uh, what did Oliver think of it? He somehow has become a Saskatchewan Rough Riders fan. I don't he know is how obs- this happened. He's obsessed with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. And um, f- but he, but he got a rude awakening last year because he someone asked him why. He said, well, you know, uh, when I was born. Saskatchewan won the Grey Cup. Then we checked, and he was wrong. No, that's <laughs> not they were terrible. But he's committed. He's got It's a all... good guess, though. The odds are. No, no, no. no. Christmas <laughs> gift. Give him a, a Saskatchewan jersey, and he's the happiest it's guy It's simple. Town. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's something I want to bring up. Do we have the, the Brad Allen thing? So, <laughs> so one of your famous characters from SCTV, Brad Allen, yes. who was a, I guess he was like an industrialist and art collector. Well, he was, you know, a typical, he was a <laughs> businessman who owned a company called Scrapco. Right. <laughs> and one of these guys, you know, and uh, always playing with change in his pocket. And uh, he, but he was supporting the arts. Right. But he wasn't the best guy. Right. And he, it was, you know, Mellonville arts. Right, right. Now, before we get into that, did you shoot your seasons of SCTV in Edmonton at the Allard Studios? No, or did no, you no. Shoot it down here. I, I shot it. No, no, no. We shot it in Toronto. Oh, in Toronto. Okay. I joined. Remember, I was the interloper. Yeah. So um, by the time they'd returned uh, to uh, Toronto, and now the show was a massive hit, I said, "Sure, <laughs> <laughs> right, sure, I'll attach on to your fame." Yeah, it was on NBC at that. That's point. right. Ninety yeah. minutes, uh, twelve thirty to two, and then. Uh, yeah, so it was. It had just uh, won the Emmy, and, and I joined. And it. you hopped on board. Yes, I did. And then you went to to Saturday Night Live and saved their asses. Essentially, well, did right. I save? <laughs> did I help? <laughs> These are terms. Which one did you enjoy more? My yeah. brother uh, Vince wanted me to ask that. Oh, SCTV. Well, only because SCTV has a more uh, had a more uh, civilized kind of uh, l- l- lifestyle. You know, you'd write for six weeks. You'd shoot for six weeks. Saturday Night Live, you know, you, st- you, you can kill on Saturday night. You go to the party. It's hip. You have a hip brunch <laughs> the next day. And then by that night, Sunday night, you're going, mm, I don't have an idea. Yeah. And I was a writer on the show as well, so you'd meet the host, and it was Ringo Starr. And, uh, Marty, what's your ideas for Ringo? 
Oh, well. Um, <laughs> I thought it might be fun that he'd be, you know, in a car. <laughs> I really fleshed out what else it might be. And uh, and so then that was it, you know. So yeah, because you hear gonna... those hellish meetings where you're staying up to like five, six in the morning. Well, that's Tuesday. Ideas. That's yeah. Tuesday. Exactly. But, but Billy, I was... Billy Crystal's favorite moment of the whole year was that he was leaving around five in the morning on Tuesday. You had to uh, on Wednesday morning. You had to put your scripts under the door by seven a.m. to make the read there. And uh, he was leaving, and he knocks on my dressing room door, and he, I go in. He comes in, and I'm just sitting there in front of a typewriter in those days. And he says, what are you writing? He just looks over. He just says, open on. I had nothing. I had nothing. Open <laughs> on. Not, not an idea in my head. That, that would be very stressful. Yeah, okay, yeah. Brad Allen, here yeah. we go. So what I've been told is my laugh sounds like Brad Allen's I'll be the judge laugh. of this. Well, right. that's not by friends. No, no <laughs> friends told you that. I, I, I think it, podcast listeners and big SCTV fans. Have okay, let's hear it. Held afterwards where the worlds of commerce and art got to mix and joyous celebration. It was amazing. Now, you can't say that a girl who plays the tuba doesn't have a boyfriend somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that's his laugh. That's, his laugh. <laughs> that's a great line, too. That's it. That's me. How do you carry the damn it, thing? <laughs> <laughs> We're like in those days with SCTV, was it because it's 90 minutes? Are they, are they like, I know you've got six weeks, but we'll take any idea you have. We've got 90 minutes. No, no, to no, go. no. Far from it. In fact, you could, uh, what was great about SCTV is if you did a. F- Five-minute movie parody and it didn't work. It could be a fantastic two-minute movie promo. Right. So you would cut down. Saturday Night oh, Live is just kind of, you know, you're out there and uh, you can say the next day, gee, I wish that, I guess that sketch should have been two mi- minutes shorter, but it's done. The <laughs> ship is sailed. Yeah. So then you move on to uh, Three Amigos is your first movie. Yes. Uh, what a hit. Which we all really, really love. Are you finding now that more and more people are telling you they love that movie as the years go on? Their kids oh, are absolutely. Seeing it? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because it, yeah. like, it seems like that's the, it's become one of those quintessential family movies that everybody watches now. And I don't know if that was the intention when you guys made it. Oh, absolutely. I remember we were promoting it on the Today Show, and Brian Gumbel said, um, it was Steve Chevy and he said, well, what do you guys say when people say, this film's silly? <laughs> <laughs> And, and Steve said, well, it depends how you use the word silly. If you're saying it's silly, that's what we wanted. If you're saying it's silly, yeah, uh, which you clearly are, and I think Chevy said something <laughs> like, uh, you know, we could buy and sell this building. <laughs> Leave it alone, Chevy. It's okay, Chevy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, before I came in uh, today, I, I was telling my family, I've got two daughters and a wife, and I, I was telling the kids, I'm going, I said, I'm really excited. I get to meet Martin Short. And my wife immediately responded with, he's the voice of the cat in the hat, so a whole new demo. That's true. They, they're one of their favorite show, and you kill it on that, by the way. Well, you know, I do what I do. How how many weeks of voicing that do you have to take a year? Oh, not much. Um, I, I go into the studio in, in Pacific Palisades, actually, where I live. They make it very handy. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, I'm the cat in the hat. And then I'm gone. I'm, I'm off to lunch. <laughs> you know, it's not a, it's not a, it, it's it's an emotional commitment, but it doesn't take much time. Yeah. Nice. I'll tell them that. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. You don't have to tell them that. <laughs> That's right. I'll say tell I, the kids I, before they watch the See that? He I don't want that stuff. Minutes. I don't want that stuff getting out. That's why I'm doing it on your podcast. <laughs> this is where this is like the therapist's couch. Yeah. In some ways. You just yeah. get it all out. Yeah, you know, uh, you don't want to go to a place where there's an audience and say these, <laughs> these secrets. Favorite character you've ever done? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I kind of let people tell me what they like, you know. Uh, I once, um, 
I once someone asked me once what's my what was my least favorite movie, and uh, I said it like an idiot. And then I, the next day I was in the airport, and a 13-year-old kid came up oh, and said, Oh, no. Uh, you said you didn't like that movie. It's my favorite movie. It made me feel bad. <laughs> so first of all, I said, I don't care. Get out of my way. No, I, went, I felt, I'm in first I felt class. badly. I, felt, I, said, yeah, I said, I don't think you're in first class, are you? <laughs> I don't think so. Not the way you're dressed. <laughs> they started to cry, and then I, then I felt bad. No, I, you, know, you don't. So I don't know. I liked uh, Ed Grimley, Jiminy Glick. Frank, yeah. you know, we Jiminy have Glick, Cohen, yeah. uh, Jackie I cannot, Rogers. I cannot get more than ten seconds into a Jiminy Glick episode without, like, yeah. in tears. It's truly like, amazing. You kill that character. But oh, did anyone you. actually get offended when you brought them in to do a one-on-one? No, interview? no, not really. Like, like you have they, to warn them. Say, okay, we're going to be fooling around, or you just just go. Surprise you know, I, 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 because I often knew a lot of these people, and they'd kind of see me in there. Um, uh, you know, I remember I said to Mel Brooks, what's your big beef with the Nazis? <laughs> <laughs> he said, I don't know, they're rude. <laughs> um, Steven Spielberg was the only one we, we set up, uh, we, we rigged something, because normally it was just improvised, but Steven, uh, he, and he had very, he had, the last talk show he'd done was Dinah in the 70s. Wow. And, uh, but he, um, I said, I'm going to ask you a question about your process. Get talking so he got talking, and I said, just look off. And I'm saying, so what's the process of a Steven Spielberg? And he said, well, I believe that film is, and as he's talking, I slowly crawled <laughs> out of the chair. And, you s- and the camera sees me crawling over to the craft service, <laughs> taking about three donuts, shoving multiple back, getting in, the, and he's in the middle. Like, Wonderful. Anyway, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> But most of it was not planned at all. It it was an amazing character. Was it something that you came up with or conceptualized when people would do junkets with you and you you thought questions? No, were weird? it was I was doing a talk show for King World and I wanted to create a character. I wanted to go out, uh, you know, and to farmers market in L.A. and stuff like that and not be recognized. And I remember the first time we did it, I was like two hours in makeup, and I went out and I'm sta- I'm handing fish to people like <laughs> with my hands. And someone said, can I have your autograph? And I thought, what? Well, the nose. You, you, you can. So then I remembered I'd done this film, Pure Luck, where at one point I'm stung with a bee and I swallow. Oh, up, yeah. And no one could recognize me <laughs> in there. I thought, oh, that's the look. So that is that brilliant. Yeah. That is absolutely yeah. brilliant. I love that. Yeah. Um, you're also on uh, a Canadian stamp. You've just been put your faces on a Canadian stamp. That's true. This is that very is exciting. unreal. This yes. is pretty neat. Well, well this is your... the Order of Canada, too, This right? is the, yeah, order, of the order of Canada. What, Canada more, more, more oh, I also, there's a $3 Marty coin. <laughs> oh, is there? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, what, the, the, the Marty. What's yeah. a bigger honor, the stamp or the Order of Canada? Or your, your uh, star on the Canadian Walk of Fame. Or... Your picture on the Canadian Wall of Fame. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, that's that's, tough... that's fifth. But <laughs> <laughs> I would say it's all lovely. It's all lovely. You it's can't nice grade the stamp. It's nice to have. There's nothing wrong with the stamp. Have you? Got, do they send you like a sheet of the stamp? Yeah, you get a few sheets of them. I brought you a stamp. What? what? Oh, look at that! Is, the same, oh, is that wow. the same picture? That is yes. very cool. No, but there are other pictures. Look at that. See? Oh, that's great. And it's got the. I love it. The Ed Grimley, the Jackie oh. Rogers. Look at the that hair on Jim cool. Carrey. Holy yeah. crap. Jim looks I like know. he looks like Dinah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a recent picture of Jim. <laughs> Mike Myers. Yeah, very nice. And the Catherine. great, the genius Catherine O'Hara. I love yes. her. So Who great. doesn't love Catherine? Wonderful. I mean, we put, her on the the, we put her on the wall before you, but only because we were waiting for you. Oh, okay. But there, we put there her. She is. There she oh, is okay. right Perfect. there. Yeah, Perfect. wonderful lady. Yeah. You also get back to Canada every summer because you have a, a cottage in Wisconsin. I do. 
And <laughs> I love the stories you used to tell on Letterman, <laughs> how you just sit on the dock and say, oh, a boat. Like you, <laughs> do you just get bored <laughs> bored up there after a while? It seems like you might get bored up in, in the wilderness. You know why? You're excited for a few days, and then it's kind of... <laughs> Just you and the crickets? <laughs> no, it's fantastic. It's the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. In fact, yeah. And, um, you know, we, we bought it from Noel Coward. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's very so cool. So Noel Coward owned it. In fact, on very quiet nights, you could almost hear the voice of Sir Noel saying, Find out the name of the tall one. <laughs> so it's, 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 a, it's a magical. It's a, it's a magical place. And does Eugene Levy still have the place next to you, or did he used to Eugene have Eugene Levy has no place next to you. No place, no. But he comes up and visits. Comes up and hangs out. No, there's a lot a of, bit. there's a rumor mill of the people. That have cottages. People say, oh, yeah, you know, uh, Tom Hanks bought up here. <laughs> uh, I said, he did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think he did. <laughs> uh, I know he did. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Fine, then. That's good. Schwarzenegger's just over there. <laughs> like, uh, Joe. Yeah, you always hear stuff like that. Yeah, um, yeah. Mulaney, you're on Mulaney now. We watched uh, Mulaney 930s and Fox. Fox. Yeah, this is the nice tie-in. You're on a Fox show now. That this unbelievable. Is Do you guys He's shoot it on this guy. lot? Do you mm-hmm. shoot it here on this? No, lot? we shoot at CBS Radford. I don't know why. That's weird. <laughs> That's strange. Yeah. You play sort of a sleazy game show host. Is it's that a stretch? A, do you? <laughs> <laughs> did you model it after like a Richard Dawson, one of those guys who used to kiss kiss the young girls all the time <laughs> in the seventies? I have, and... I have evoked uh, Dickie Dawson's <laughs> right. name in that. Yeah. Uh, especially in the episode we had last Sunday where uh, Lou was is kind of blatantly horny and coming on to the women there's been complaints <laughs> right um but <laughs> i <laughs> but i i think that you know it, it's in general to me playing kind of um uh uh my as my father used to say horses asses you know those kind of characters that are just filled filled with themselves and just assume that everyone's thinking about them they're they're the best yeah yeah. yeah it's a, what do you think about working on this show it's like Mulaney's, he's a hilarious he's fantastic. comedian he's a hilarious comedian yeah. it's very is great is there a scripts. lot of improv or you guys just he's just former SNL script? writer right that's right yes yeah. he wrote the uh, he was the big writer behind Stefan very but he was also hit, yeah. wrote, wrote for six years. Right. And then and he's Pedro is on it. She was on SNL. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Elliot Gould is on it. That's Elliot really cool. Gould. That's yes. awesome. Had you yeah. ever worked with him before? Or just, no. 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 So <laughs> that must be hilarious. Oh, Elliot's <laughs> fabulous. He's, yeah. Yeah. Oh, hello. He <laughs> 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 just kind of shows up at the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has some sage wisdom. Yeah, and that's how good. are you? <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, and then you're in Inherit Vice, which is a new Paul Thomas Anderson yes, film. Yes, absolutely. How and I have a book, November fourth. What? But good. then I want to hear about you guys. <laughs> 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 let's get okay. Let's talk about Inherent Vice first. This is kind All of right. a departure for you. It's a Thomas Pynchon novel. Yes. It's a detective novel. P.T. Anderson's a famous Hollywood director. Oh yeah. He comes to you and he says, "I want you to play a coke snorting kind of sleazy guy." Basically. Dennis, yeah. yeah. Another who, sleazy who, character who, who, who wants you know girls barely legal. Right. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like the game show host, actually. Nothing. Yeah. It's You're all, being it's, typecast. It's all in the <laughs> yeah, same ballpark of human beings. <laughs> you're being typecast. <laughs> There's not. It's absolutely. And it's and I view it as a stretch, but no one who knows me does. So I know what that means. It's weird that they're always saying, "Get Marty for this," but yeah. that's fine. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely. Cool. And tell us about the book. Yeah, tell us about the book. Well, the book is a memoir. The memoir it's called uh, "I Must Say, My Life as a Humble Comedy Legend." Nice, Makes perfect sense. Yeah, I think. So. Did you write it, or did your assistant write it? I had my assistant <laughs> highlight <laughs> things from other people's books. <laughs> Right. That's what, yeah, I used to do when I was uh, like you know young and 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 
you know, in, in college, I'd impress girls, but I'd, had, I'd have the Bible open. I'd just written true in the margin. So that's, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jay also put out a book. Is it different from Jay's, in which Jay's entire book is about poop? It's about pooping my pants. Yeah, that's just one chapter. With <laughs> right. A, okay, that's fair. Yeah. 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 Hit him with one you, good you, chapter. You poop your pants a lot? I, I, it's not so much that I do it more, I just talk about it more. I feel like we all do that, but I, I, I no, I don't, I don't <laughs> no? poop myself. No, 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 no one, me? no one does unless you're in an assisted living home <laughs> and you're 99. That's or probably where I should be living. Yeah, in sunrise, assisted... <laughs> sunrise. Yeah. One of those Malibu uh, rehab nice. centers. Yeah, they seem nice. Yeah, they yeah. Do. They're always advertising them. Down yes, here. absolutely. So, so before we let you go, any so Mulaney, yes, Mulaney's yeah, Mulaney. fabulous. We love John Mulaney. Yeah. Nassim Batrad. Uh, the book, November 4th. Yeah. The movie, December 12th. Can't wait for that. And yeah. I want to ask you about the Canadian Wall of Fame. If you could pick any of these Canadians yeah. to work with, living or dead, with obviously the they'd be alive. With Tommy Douglas, of course, the father of Who would Medicare. you choose this second say, yeah, I'd love to do a project with them? Lorne Michaels. Oh, yeah. Although I am. But you've He's done He's executive producing Mulaney. Does that count? <laughs> no. Well, I mean, all these people are brilliant. Um, Alan Thicke, you know, I'd lo- I tried to, g- I wanted the two of us to do love letters at one point on Broadway. No one listens to me. <laughs> Catherine O'Hare I've worked with many, many, many of times. Course. Um, I've ne- never worked with Jim Carrey. Is really? that right? No. That's interesting. Yeah. Have you spent time with him? Don't really know him. No, I no. mean, I, no. Don't, no. I mean, I'd know him to say hello. Yeah, Jim. Yeah. How about the Sutherlands? <laughs> How are you doing, Jim? Right. How you doing? Odds friend? are you've worked with one of the Sutherlands. I have um, uh, worked with Kiefer. He made a cameo in Jiminy Glick and Lala Wood, and not yeah. Donald. There no. you go. Okay. Alex Trebek in 19 when my first TV show on the CBC. Right on. <laughs> it was on CBC five to five thirty. Ooh, prime slot. Uh huh. What day of the week? PM Wednesday. On Wednesday. And it was live, and I would sing the hits of the week. Wow. Yeah. And really badly, and I would introduce, you know, local Canadian talent to sing the hits, You're So Vain. <laughs> and uh, the announcer for that show was Alex Trebek. Is that wow. right? He just recorded yeah. it once. That's so cool. Yeah. So during that time period, that w- that's when Tommy Hunter would have been huge. Absolutely. Tommy Hunter owned that <clears throat> network for a bit. Yeah. And I heard, Absolutely. He, was, heard he was a complete jackass. Really? That's wow. what I heard. I heard he was. Well, our Tommy old makeup Hunt- later. Well, lady, uh, that's Mrs. right. Saunders. Our old makeup lady at TSN in Canada told us he wasn't very agreeable. But then again, <laughs> what does that mean, though? Well, but she she used to lift up her shirt and show me her boobs all the time. So it's yin and yang. It's six to one. Oh, you yeah. know, I heard that story. He all he said to her at one point was, "Why don't you put them together and make one good one?" <laughs> now, I think there's nothing. Wrong. I agree. With a little honesty. He said, I've seen bigger lumps in oatmeal. I remember Tommy told me. Yeah, Tommy. Tommy was loose-lipped that way. Loose-lipped. <laughs> he was going for a joke. She said Um Okay, we got to let you go, but um, we just want to thank you for this being is, here. Uh, my this pleasure. Just, awesome. just the main reason I'm here, other than to promote Mulaney, <laughs> the book, and the movie, and talk about the stamp and to visit you guys. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of is course. To make sure that you take good care of my son Oliver. We are He got moved to another department. We never I, see him. I don't know if this is a reflection on us, but he's already been promoted, which was great. Yes, I know. But then he got moved from being directly across from my office to as far away from my <laughs> office as one could possibly get. And I'm thinking well, he, it's may called have a promotion. Requ- he may have requested that. No, yeah. he doesn't. He loves you guys. Yeah, no, the, we The problem we love is, I think we were uh, fattening him up because whenever we go back to Canada or someone comes to visit, we bring ketchup chips over to him. Salt and vinegar, crunchy bars, crispy crunch. So uh, yeah. th- those are the best. You know, at my cottage, whenever someone visits, I leave them all that stuff in their cabin. That's 
Wonderful. You're a great well, host. We're looking forward to uh, the invite someday. Well, <laughs> you just, you just, it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Martin Short, everybody. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Thank, Thank you, you so sir. much. It was a pleasure. Well, this is an awkward. We always and then we continue on for a couple okay, minutes here. Continue on. Okay. okay. Thank you. Thank you, Martin. Martin Short. Wow. That was fun. One more round. Oh. Put this up. It's got to go up. That was awesome. All right. We'll call. We'll call. Uh, let's call Pete. And, and the fact that he did Jiminy Glick <coughs> on our podcast just made my life. That was pretty fun. That was pretty fun. <laughs> there it is. I feel like that can't really leave that spot. I feel like nope. that's got to be permanently there. Almost like the center square on Hollywood. Oh, I want to yeah. get his take on, he would have had a great uh, bit probably, but why Wayne chose that pose and that sweater and all that. Well, <laughs> why wouldn't he, right? <laughs> oh, man. oh, man. The great one. That was fun. Well, <sighs> I didn't know Jim Carrey was on a stamp, too. Yeah, and Catherine O'Hara as well. And Mike Myers. Yep. Yeah. Did he leave the stamp? And there's a there's one more comedian, Quebecois comedian. I can't remember. I wish I could. I apologize to all our Quebecois listeners. Uh, we got Shregs on the line. We're calling Shregs. Okay. In the mean, I tweet, oh yeah, I tweeted that picture from the corner gas, and Fred is mad. Oh, he said uh, he hasn't even gotten the poster yet. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Fred. Fred, a hit last week, by Iwannick, the way. Uh, Fred Iwanek from Corner Gas. Uh, huge hit on the podcast. I feel like we have to have him on. Yeah, more. he's going to so be a funny. recurring yeah, guest. We have to have him on. And it sounds like he could use the money. And sure, we're not, we're <laughs> we're not, not paying, paying him. him. And we got to call back and check see if his hockey package is working yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. He was trying to watch his Canucks. <laughs> the Canucks, the new exciting Canucks. Yeah. Fast paced. It's happening. Uh, no one else. Willie Desjardins. No one else is happening. Peter Schrager joining us on the line. Peter, are you in New York? You on the road? What's happening? I'm on the street in New York, guys. I just alerted. I'm following Martin Short. I mean, are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're 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 following Marty Short. We had we were like, you know what? We'll we'll start with Marty, and then we'll bring in Pete uh, to really hit it home with the with the listeners and the viewers. Oh, yeah, that's some opener. Uh, my favorite Martin Short movie, which doesn't get any love, is Clifford with yeah. Charles Grodin. Clifford. You know? <laughs> Clifford is yeah. a good flick. He is good in it, too. Uh, Peter, he just did Jiminy Glick on our podcast. Oh, uh, my God. I can die happy. Yeah, it was fun. It was a pretty, Unbelievable. It was a pretty amazing moment to have him on. We're uh, pretty big awesome. fans. Pete, you've had a, like we always say every week, you're always on the road. You were in Minnesota last weekend. Uh, all yeah. our listeners, I'm sure, tuned into that game, although it wasn't in HD, was it? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you, mean, you mean the NFC North uh, clash between the Vikings and the, the Lions? No. Yeah, the clash no. of the Titans. <laughs> No, uh, and I'm in, I'm in Buffalo this weekend to do that same Vikings team taking on the Buffalo Bills, a Super Bowl preview, if you will. Oh, Shregs, you get a little Kyle Orton time. Yeah. Speaking of which, guys, if I could just say this to our podcast listeners, go check out the Peter Schreger podcast. Great podcast he did this week with Brady Quinn, and they talk about Kyle Orton, and it's awesome. I love the chat about Orton and what a, just a normal, cool guy he is. He looks that like... That means the, a lot, Jay. Thank you. Honestly, it's such a great podcast. It you got to check it out. And Brady, by the way, how cool is Brady? Like, just so down to earth. I, I think he was great uh, Great on your podcast. You guys got him, and it was great. And then we go, like, serious football on mine, and yeah. it's a totally different side of him, and he just breaks it down, and if you're a diehard NFL fan, I think you'll appreciate just the hour talk about Brady Quinn and his NFL career. You don't ever get to speak to a guy who is supposed to be the guy, right? I mean, yeah. he's the guy who yeah. is drafted 22nd overall in Cleveland, was supposed to be that guy, and seven years later, out of football. And, he, and you guys re- listen to it, but what he says is it's awkward. He's calling football games, and he knows he's good enough to still be playing. So I can only imagine how that feels. Yeah. And, and then he tells a story about uh, 
being on the same team as Tebow and Orton was on that team too and, and how that was. And he said Tebow couldn't even like go out to dinner with them because of it was Tebow mania. So. Yeah, that Tebow, uh, he felt bad for Tebow because anytime he went in public, it was a mess. So Tebow wouldn't even bother. All the quarterbacks would go get lunch, and Tebow was like, I'll meet you guys later. No chance you could become one of the guys if that's the situation. Unbelievable. Shregs, uh, tell, do you have a, a rant for us this week? We're, we're, rant, yeah, we're sorry we're short I on time. Tight. Um, I just This Royals team, everyone's really excited about the Kansas City Royals, and I'm sure it's a great story if you're into that kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> I, just, I just am sick of everyone citing – the freaking Lord song Royals on Twitter. Yeah. I, I mean, guys, you'd yeah. think this was the song that is the only song relevant in the world today. Meanwhile, it was a Billboard hit from, I think, last summer, and I've got like 55-year-old <laughs> sports writers on my Twitter feed just being like, it will never be Royals. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it is LOL City, and we're going to be in the World Series. We're going to be in the World Series here. We're going to get the Kansas City Royals, and if I have to read any more Lord tweets, Read any more Lord memes. Is it a meme or a meme? I don't even know. I think it's a meme. And any more Lord gifs. I'm done with it, all right? <laughs> the song came out a year ago. Yeah, it might be involving the Kansas City Royals, or maybe not. I don't even know if I believe that story. I know that's what they say. Uh, enough. There's more to this team, and oh, my God. If I read another, it's been two weeks of it nonstop. We get it. There was a song. They mentioned the word Royals. <laughs> <laughs> and and what you sometimes just get shregs from sports writers is just the picture of Lord with George Brett, the time that they took a picture of them together, and they just send that out after a win. That's it. That's it's it. like we saw it. The first guy to do that, I'll give you that. I'll give you that one. Yeah. That's it. Think about it, guys. They won the wild card game, so that was one win. They won. They swept the next round, so that was three games. That's four. They just won four more. So there's been eight Royals games, right? Every single time there's been the same exact tweets after they win. And they're citing a 17-year-old Australian girl's song. We get no, it. She's, new. We she's get a it. Kiwi. She's a Kiwi. I just want to clarify Whatever. That. Come on, we know that's the same thing. That's the same thing. You know they aren't. We worked with uh, Kiwis oh, at the, uh, the Sochi Olympics. By the way, the F1 race was just in Sochi driving by our ho- old hotel. I went. Shregs, I went. Man, Shregs I went. remember how Tulsi really wanted It was like, hey, we're all coming back for F1, right, guys? No, he thought he thought that the, the trip to Sochi was such a success that Fox Sports would send him to Sochi to cover an F1 event, something we don't have the right to. No, I just wanted to go with my buddies. but then And then Russia started acting all, all tough guy with the rest of the people close to them, so I don't want to go yes. near there. Yes. Hey, one more thing before I go, guys. Another thing I didn't like was this Royals pitcher wore a T-shirt, I guess, that was oh, offensive yeah. to the Orioles. Let me explain something to everyone in the world. These athletes do not get motivated by a T-shirt. They are motivated on their own. Any T-shirt someone wears, it doesn't mean like someone's going to go and be He wore a shirt that said, what? And is suddenly going to do 50 push-ups and hit a home run. That's not how it works. The, uh, uh, the, the, the shirt you're referring to was, these O's ain't as in these hoes ain't loyal, I believe is the song. We just accidentally right. edited that. Yeah. What happened? No, what? It's okay. We're just it's figuring good. things out. We're good. Oh, okay. Oh. We're good. Are you sure Are you sure that song's not by Lord, the Kiwi <laughs> artist? <laughs> uh, Shrag, so our, our listeners can see you on the Bills broadcast this weekend? Yes, guys. I strongly urge everyone to listen. It's the second game I'm doing. We've got Tim Brando on the play oh, play call. Brando! He's a legend, an absolute legend. I cannot wait. I I got to tell you, I was very, very, very impressed with the Detroit Lions last week. I'm not going to yeah. say Super Bowl, but that defensive line, I'm telling your listeners right now, Indomitian Sue, Nick Fairley, yeah. Ziggy Ansah, yeah. this might be the best defense, 
defensive line in football, and it is the number one ranked defense in the league. Keep an eye on these guys. No one's talking. Detroit Lions could be making some noise. And Shregs, you pointed out on your podcast, you have this team that they've always had these offensive weapons. They've had Stafford. They've had Calvin Johnson. They have Reggie Bush. And now they get the defense figured out. They get a coach who's like a father figure, and it's he's not like a big like Schwartz. <laughs> and suddenly it's like, whoa, this team could do damage now. Well, what's so interesting, and Nick Fairley is there, you know, first-round pick from a couple of years ago. He was always just this, like, fat, out-of-shape defensive tackle who never earned his money. And then what happened was he showed up to training camp this year 20 pounds overweight, and Jim Caldwell, the coach you're mentioning, says to Fairley, you're not starting. Like, you're demoted. And it's a free agent year for him. He hires a personal chef, goes and hires a personal chef, all organic, only eats organic food, loses 20 pounds, and now the dude is on, like, a tear and both he and Ndamukong Sue are in free agent contract years, wow. having the best years of their career. It, this might be a very short-lived run for the Detroit Lions wow. defensive line, but enjoy it while you can. Big, big players, big, big team. And, Schrager, you're going to be seen by a lot of the uh, podcast listeners because the Bills are huge in Canada, so best of luck with that, uh, Peter Schrager. Hey, to Lord and to the rest of you, I'm telling you guys, <laughs> the next week you're going to see a lot of these tweets. Tell the listeners to tweet me. Every time you see one, just retweet the guy. It's going to be worse than Game of Thrones. <laughs> Thanks, Shregs. Love you, buddy. Love you, guys. Peter Schrager, our Fox Sports 1 NFL insider, always on the road and covering the Bills this weekend. And we're going to call Jeremy Taggart and yeah. chat with him for a couple of minutes, and then uh, we're going to be done. i got to say, though, man, what a treat this podcast has been. We've talked about kids' birthday parties. Black Widow Babies. Black Widow Babies. <laughs> Kiwis. Clifford. Jiminy Glick. I don't remember Muskoka. Clifford. Muskoka. So they did a, like a real, not a cartoon about Clifford the Big Red Dog? Uh, yeah, with James, what's his name? No, Charles Grodin. Charles Grodin, yeah. Charles Grodin, yeah. Clifford needed Emily. That's the big yep. song in yep. Clifford the Cartoon. I guess yep. that's it. Black Widow, baby! <laughs> <laughs> <Just> a... <clears throat> yeah. and then we but gotta... it wasn't about Clifford the Big Red Dog, that movie. I don't have no, a clue. I don't think, I thought he was like a no, no. overgrown man He was man like an child. overgrown man child. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't about Clifford. No, no, no. Okay. Clifford needed Emily. Black Widow, baby! Yes! Every time. I love it. Oh, and another exciting edition of Email Chain Theater. Yeah. Oh, my Email God. Email Chain Theater. The Check worst. Oh, God, I love it. So good. Everybody loves it. Fresh yeah. new ideas. Hit. New segments. That's what we Fun. do on this podcast. Yeah, that's what we do. New stuff. It's all a hit. Email Chain Theater. <laughs> Check your inbox. <laughs> Jim loves it. Yeah. Do we have Jeremy Taggart on the line? Yes, I do. Yeah. Oh, how are you, buddy? Good to talk to you. Martin Short has just left. What a legend. I know you were as excited about that as we were. Wow, how was it? He was fantastic. So generous with his time. Very nice guy. Put what up with beauty. our shenanigans. And he's on a stamp. He's on a stamp. That's right. Yes. How many people can say that? Not a lot. Well, actually, yeah. quite a few, but. Yeah, <laughs> put a few quite a few lately, but <laughs> yeah. still. Late, but lately they're putting more sort of because recent the post op- generation. The post office is like, hey, we're still in business. Yeah, we're still cool. We're still relevant. Get your stamps here. You can mail things. I don't think we'll see an Alan Thick stamp mm. anytime. Hey, you or will on. you? Maybe if we are, then they're really scrimping. <laughs> I'd like a Jeremy Taggart stamp. Is what I'd like. Yeah, I might have to croak for that. Okay. Uh, hey, uh, tell us how, how's your. We don't have time for a story, 
this oh, particular okay. pod. I apologize. But that's fine. Uh, tell us uh, how your week has been because you've been sending. I saw you sent a SCTV Instagram today, which I really appreciated. <laughs> oh, yes, I did. I did. I was just thinking about John Candy oh, and oh. Uh, how great he is and how wonderful. I, 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 I sent you that picture of that John Candy picture of uh, – <laughs> The snake on his face. I, know. I, know. I was hoping you'd show Martin Short, but I don't. I wouldn't want him to get all sad sack and and verklempt on your show. No, he was good. He he talked about when they showed up at the Grey Cup in Winnipeg, and John Candy didn't have any of his tickets because <laughs> no of Bruce McNall. Yeah. None of Bruce McNall's tickets worked. Yeah. Oh my. Sounds God. like they weren't valid. John Candy, I love him. He should be on on our money. Forget stamps. <clears throat> That's such a great point. Yeah. He is on the Canadian Wall of Fame, which is better than being on money. Well, up here, we need him on the money. Down there, that's fine, the Wall of Fame. You guys represent, but up here, we kind of take it higher with John Candy. I agree him. with that. Yeah. Candy on the money. Well, if they can yeah. put Michelangelo on the money in Italy, then they can put uh, John Candy <laughs> that's on the right. money here. Uh, artists. He's right? our Michelangelo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, artists are artists. Hey, sure. Tiger, I'd, did... I'd rather I'd rather him than Leonard Cohen or something like that. Yeah, screw Cohen. Hey, Cohen's got all the old broads on his side, so they're going to vote <laughs> oh, for him. Oh, Leonard Cohen, he's got a lot of game. He wheels some, <laughs> oh. some action back in the day. Hey, baby. Oh, hey, hey. Th- listen to that music. He'd wheel As me. As he should. As he, he should. I, my pants would just fall off. Yeah, he just <laughs> takes out a smoke. Hey, baby. Wait, quick question. Toolsy, if Leonard Cohen came up to you now, would you just drop your drawers and say? No, if he started singing, I've never, I couldn't name one Leonard Cohen song. I just know that the ladies love it. Right. Would, old, would Gino old, old ladies. Old, what about old, Gino Vanelli? Yeah, what about Gino? He, Gino, would he do it for you? Yeah. Probably. <laughs> Is he still current? Oh, yeah. Gino Vanelli's <laughs> very current. Current? Jeez, what the hell? <laughs> Is he still, current? still current? I don't think he's current, but he's there. Yeah. <laughs> he's there. <laughs> like, like Andy Kim or something. Right, right, exactly. Hey, Taggart, we got to cut this short very quickly, though. Uh, new Taggart and Torrance this week? Yeah, we, uh, well, we taped one that uh, came out last uh, the end of last week. Uh, we'll be taping another one in a couple days, but last week we had a pretty good episode. It's worthy of... Uh, it's actually Gino Vanelli. We we play some uh, Can Seventies, which are can, Canadian Seventies videos. Oh, I love it! And we break it down. It's a good it's a good watch. Episode Seventeen. Check it out. TNT. Taggart and Torns on the Twitter machine. Bang! Boom! I love it. Taggart. Sorry we had to cut it a little short today, but we'll uh, we'll get back to you next week with a little longer Taggart time. Talk to you soon, fellas. Have a great one. Thanks, Have a baseball, baseball time. Baseball. Jeremy Taggart, he's on Instagram, he's on Twitter, and he's on the Taggart and Torrance podcast. you got to listen to that. We've got to run. Yeah. Um, Just one more time, DraftKings. Draft, yeah. DraftKings.com. Uh, did you know that DraftKings offers daily fantasy hockey for cash? We've told you about the DraftKings million-dollar prizes for football. They also have cash games for hockey. Make sure you put in the promo code JDP. Thank you to our podcast sponsors, DraftKings.com. Thanks for listening, everyone. Hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Vader, Jim, Mike, Patrick. Thanks, guys. Great job, fellas. We'll see you next week. Elvis has just left the building. They're going home. Black Widow, baby.